Yes, sir. They already know what the time it is. Welcome to another marvelous episode of Overreaction Offseason. I am the governor of college football. And with me is a guy that needs no introduction. Hardest working guy in the business. Nino Brown, better known as the mayor of college football. Nino, what's popping, man? How you doing today, bro? I'm all right. I had a hectic day. I talked to you a little bit before. Snow, car doors falling off. It's, a, it's a, you know, just taking the stride and, and roll with it. But I'm excited to do a little... Uh, Midday Valentine's Day, uh, you know, overreaction off season with you, and uh, I think it's gonna be a couple topics here that are gonna, you know, ruffle some feathers. Yeah, you, you, the start of your day seems like the start of like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going, it's not going end well. Nah. Well, well, you know, this is what we love to do. Uh, we love to provide you guys this content. Uh, no off season in this sport at all. If you pay attention to the storylines, there's plenty of them. Since our last episode, coaches are attempting to escape the college ranks <laughs> at a steadfast rate. Ryan Gubb is the newly named offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. The Michigan Wolverines are losing defensive pers personnel at a rapid pace. And Chip Kelly traded in a higher salary and a house on the beach for a lower salary and cold winter winters in Columbus. But in the end, he said he's winning because he don't got to deal with NIL. Nino? In the name of all things good, what in the hell is going on? I mean, I kind of touched on it in the last episode when we were talking about the middle of these, this coaching carousel going on. But, I mean, uh -huh. I'll say it again. Coaches and coordinators are using college football as a stepping stone, right? It kind of – it's like the rebound, get you know, get a little buzz, get myself good on the right team, get out, out of a head coaching job into a nice cushy OC spot to get back to the NFL. Because, mm -hmm. A, you don't have to do it with NIL. You don't have to recruit, which is, you know, leading up to what I'm going to talk about in a few minutes with Chip Kelly. You, it's less. You just got to coach, and that's it. Collect a paycheck, right? Everybody's got their own job. You don't have to worry mm -hmm. about doing all the minutiae. There's time off, right? College right. football coaching, there's no time off. No. As soon as it ends, it's go go on the road. Go get recruits. Signing day. Go get more recruits. Okay, spring ball, practice. They're getting maybe 10 days off in between everything. Like, right. These guys are getting older. We said it a long time ago in our very first episode. Start the season mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. No country for old men. Nope. The way the game is changing, the speed of the game, the speed of everything going on, the more they have to do, as older they get, they don't want to do that. They'd rather go where, you know, they're, they're dealing with adults, guys that aren't trying to get the money, already got the money. Totally different ball game. Now, when we talk about Chip Kelly, okay, <sighs> The situation is on because I think of it, you know, as his head coach and he's going to take, you know, an OC job, which it's it's probably the best OC job he can get right now. Right. You know, well, well, somebody he trusts to somebody. He right, yeah, exactly. Well. As you know, has, you know, ties to done it before with where it was kind of roles reversed. He was the right, right, they was right. the you know understudy. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if he was even going to be there if he won 10 games this year. Right. I said it before. Again, I'll say it again. Chip Kelly and QBs, he's always fumbled the situation multiple, multiple times. Again, he fumbled it with the five-star Dante Moore. That was just like pouring gas on a, on a brush fire. He just added to it. They had a guy. They were able to steal a guy away from you know Dan Lanning and bring him into UCLA, and they were playing pick and choose. Yes, he had trouble, but it's either ride him out and let the growing pains go or expect something like this to happen. Well, what happened? He's gone, okay? Now – the OC in Ohio State is perfect for him because you got two thousand yard running backs, right? And I bet you they both have a thousand yard again this year. Oh wow, and, I like that. 
because this is what he does, right? He he he's more of a ground and pound guy. Here's the way his scheme is. A lot of plays, right? Just keep going. I think those two guys, it's it's set up for like success. He didn't want to recruit. He had already said it publicly. He was done with it. When he talked about having a football commissioner, it was very, very obvious he was done with this whole this whole way that college football was going. So it was going. Plus, they're in financial trouble. I kind of alluded to you in the green room a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking big money. Athletic department is in, in, in the hole. Like, they're in the red. So, yeah, they may have tried to retain him or – Spice up somebody else, but when we get to the latter end of this program, we'll talk about it. I think they kind of had no choice with what they had to do. Um, when it comes to Michigan, though, like Mich- we knew Michigan was going to get stripped worse than the strip of Magic City, right? <laughs> we, knew, we shouldn't be alarmed there. We knew when Hobbs was leaving, everything was coming off, right? It right. was going to be Friday night special, you know, two for one special in the back room. That what was going on. So that wasn't a surprise to me. I think the strength and conditioning coach leaving that was a major, major surprise to me. That was kind of like the hot and soul of them. They were known for like, you know, just smash them up. Those guys on defense were just, you know, horses. Him leaving, that that I think is going to change the program a little bit. But, you know, as far as Ryan Grubb, you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. I always said Ryan Grubb is the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's the offensive mastermind behind it all. Uh, he is. We're going to have to see if DeBoer is the guy, right? Because a lot of people say, oh, it's Kalen DeBoer, and, and Grubb just comes along and, and adds to it. Mm-hmm. We're going to see who the real deal offensive guru is real quick. But the way that they handle that, the way he left on the last day of the 30-day portal window, that's just dirty, bro. Like, and he give these kids a chance, right? you out. Maybe some kids went there because of you. And then you bounced, and now they have no choice but to stick it out. And this them. is after he gave his word when right. questions were arising. This was Early. after he given yeah. his word that no, I'm 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 staying. I'm here. You know, I, did he ever even sell his house in Washington? <laughs> I don't even. I I honestly don't think that the ink ever dried on the paper. Ah, uh, wow! Uh, shout out to Russell. Russell's in the building, man. Talk, talking up uh, Lincoln. Nebraska starting out seven and zero out the case. That's crazy. Milk box, baby. <laughs> that's a that's a heck of a take. So, you remember once upon a time, it wasn't all of this in college football. It wasn't so jumbled together. Like your free agency happens right in the heart, right in the heart of a bowl season. Yeah. That's when your free agency happens, right in the heart of bowl season. Not only does free agency happens, also if we look at high school recruiting as an NFL draft, early Saturday happens Dang. in the heart of the bowl season. It is next to impossible to do this and not feel like a ham sort of will. Once a part of time in college sports, you recruited your class, retain 90 to 95 percent of your class because people didn't want to sit out that one year because you had the red shirt year if you decided to transfer right now you have to recruit your class continue to recruit your class bro that is difficult oh texas and them number one signing uh recruiting class in, in 2020 in the 2022 cycle <laughs> everybody <laughs> left you gotta continue to recruit your class oh Caden proctor he, he's at alabama I will kept recruiting. Oh, y'all thought the recruiting season was over just because he signed this letter of intent? That's that's just not how it worked, bro. It's it's so difficult. Not no more <laughs> to do this in college, and you know, NFL is certainly in many ways more lucrative. And honestly, it's I don't a lot know. Less work. 
Hey, college football might be creeping. They just signed that big, big deal the other day. The, right? the $7.8 billion. billion? Dollars. Yeah. yeah. What? So they, they, yeah. They, yeah. They get yes. a set in the ring with, with, with the NFL real soon and throw hey, some hey, haymakers. You want to you wanna go off script, uh, off script for a second? Go ahead, did, man. Did, did you see that um, – did you see that initially the college football playoff format for the 12 teams was a six plus six? It was the six at large, I'm sorry, six automatic bids, and then the six at large bids, which Correct. was pretty much uh, via the college football playoff ranking. You, <laughs> you see that trying to do the five plus seven now, right? And this is something we anticipated where it's only one group of five school versus it being two group of five schools. So it hasn't gotten approved yet, but it, it's going to get approved. If the Lions wants it approved, it'll be approved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I, I, I thought I thought that was interesting. So, in other news, <laughs> talk to me. Yeah, to a surprise to no one, Quinn Ewers is named the starting quarterback for the Texas Longhorns in his upcoming 2024 season. And some may question: Would Arch consider hitting the portal? And the short answer is no. His uncle Eli wants his nephew to hit the weight room and become more engaged with the playbook. And say you never know when his number is going to get called i thought i thought i thought that was a great point you know here at you know champion nation we are wishing quinn yours a fully healthy season it's something that he hasn't been able to do since he's been in austin but how, how do you feel about this nino <sighs> all right so it's just this is a kind of like a two-part question so i'm gonna talk about arch first and then we'll talk about my guy okay arch already came out like when the whole NIL rumor was swirling and the portal mm -hmm. buzz began early in the year, right? And Malik Murphy came out hot, right? As a new mm -hmm. and Arch Manning was already came out and, and said the he might take the Eli Manning route. He said that and he described mm -hmm. it as his as the Eli Manning route. Sit two right. years, learn, start as a junior, grow in the process, ball out your senior year, go to the NFL, which is exactly what Eli Manning did. And it's not and it's not wrong with that. He did it so well that he was able to mm -hmm. dictate where he went. That's crazy. Right, so like, I like John Elway, yeah, and, and and Arch Manning has way more buzz, and and they say yeah, he generational does. talent compared to Eli. So mm. don't get it twisted; he's still sitting in the driver's seat to what mm. his plan and and the Manning plan was. Right, so like now his brother comes out and says, "Yeah, my brother needs to get a little bigger," and, and he endorsed the whole idea. Right, so this seems like this is the route he's going to go. Right, that whole Malik Murphy thing that that experience happened. And last and didn't last, right? Well, Malik Murphy's gonna be the hottest thing. Slice Brady's gonna push everybody in, in, in Texas. I like the kid, he played well mm -hmm. in a spring game. He did. But, but when you're QB, that interception ratio in a two-game just start is dead even. Uh, maybe that yeah. was because you were playing in this in the spring game, right? Now I wish the kid good luck wherever he where he ends up landing. I think it was Duke, right? Is it's that where Duke. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he should He's battle with Loftus out there and he should do well. But Archie Quinn are the guys. Now, when we come to Quinn, you say you know, health concerns. The first injury against Alabama two years ago was because Swiss cheese line play. Yeah. Dead at. I mean, butts up the middle, blew him up, hurt shoulder, out. Mm. Okay? This year wasn't much. He rolled out and got the injury. So that was right. totally different. But back-to-back right. -back seasons, he missed two-plus games. He still looked good this year after week yeah. 11 and the two-game high. After the two-game high eights, I mean, what, what was he? Um, I think he was 9-3 and three in the touchdown interception ratio down the stretch, 770 yards, five touchdowns in the final two weeks. I think he was good. I think that looked fine. I mean, that, that's top-notch performing, right? But Shock went. We all know he's bad with the deep ball. That's his, his, his main, like, red check mark is he can't throw the deep pass, right? So what do you do? Speedy receivers, speedy weapons to eliminate the deep throw problems, right? All right. And he returns every single guy up front on that line they're returning a lot of production 
Banks, Connor, Maya, Campbell, Willis, all them guys are back. Banks is probably going to be a first round draft pick, right? They have Kellen Banks. So, like, everybody is on the same page. They know it's protect our guy because guess what? Both Quinn and this line know this is our last run with our guy. Because the next one could be starting over in a rocky road with Arch, right? So, Quinn knows this is the end of the road for him. That there is no more after this. So, he might even play through an injury he might have taken off last year or the year before. I think you're going to see elite Quinn. I think you're going to see you're going to see a Quinn you is kind of play more of a Bo Nix role this year, mm. right? Eliminate the deep ball. A lot of these passes where you get them in space and let them create almost like a deep pass. And I think Quinn is going to be in that talk for the Heisman final at the end of this year. I I, I like it. Um, in a quarterback class that at least at first glance, doesn't to appear to be a super deep class. He could certainly be the alpha of that class if he has the type of season he needs to have. In other news, Deshaun Foster, former standout running back at UCLA, has been named head coach. Nino, how do you like to sign in? And can Foster lead the charge in year one for UCLA in the Big Ten? All right. Again, a two-part question. At the beginning mm -hmm. of this, I like the hire, um, mm -hmm. but I think it was a default hire. Okay, we it heard was. the rumors of uh, Brennan Jed Fish, right? Jed Fish, both of those mm -hmm. guys were thinking about going to UCLA for the interview. We almost, I think, I think Brennan actually interviewed. Those were the rumors. Um, again, when you're millions of dollars in the hole in the athletic department, you can't really pay these guys. Like PJ Fleck came out and said, as soon as the UCLA job was available, he came out and said, "I ain't going nowhere, homie. You right. make six and a half million dollars." They're in the negative. They couldn't yeah. afford you if they wanted to. Stop trying to be relevant, bro. Just <laughs> right. stop, right? You know. Right. So, Foster, you know, they say I say default too, but they kind of had to work a little bit mm -hmm. uh, because he was gone. Right? He had already gone to the Raiders and signed to be the running back coach over there. With he was only a week of saying that he was going to be the coach, and they were able to steer him away from an NFL team with Antonio Pierce, who probably has the most buzz in the NFL. He does. So they turned it on Twitter a couple of times. <laughs> when you're in, in the top five, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like they got a guy back that was able to keep that room. They were able to, that he that was able to keep the morale, keep the culture over there, right? And I think maybe not to this to the degree that Prime did. You know, but I think he can have a buzz over there and get a turnaround on these guys like Prime did. I think you can get, you know, next year his he's gonna go out and get his guys, right? But they got um, I believe they got a three-star running back coming in this year, right, to go with it. Uh so I believe, yeah, it's uh Cameron Jones from John uh St. John Bosco to go along with TJ Harden. I'm in. I think because you have a running back guy who's had three thousand yards in the NFL in, in five or six years. You know, who's had 3,000 yards for UCLA and, and 30 plus touchdowns, who's been at UCLA as a coach for the last five years, right? He, they respect him. When they announced it, the AD said, a guy that wants to be here. Right. And he walked out and that place went bananas, right? So, like, I think the whole thing, whether it was by default, whether it was because of money, default, whatever it was, I think they fell in shit and came out smelling like a rose with mm -hmm. the strong foster hire. Seven games maybe this year, maybe six or seven is because he's gonna have to get it to where he wants, right? What are they gonna do? Um, with the quarterback, you got two, three stars and Hasselback, and I can't think of the other guy's name right off the top of my head. Ooh, Carson is the mm -hmm. first name, right? So he's those two guys are coming in, but then you got Gabbers and, and, and 
Colin Sheely going to battle it out, which they shouldn't even have been battling it out last year. They should have just been veteran backs and let Dante Moore grow, but it, it right. didn't work. So, yeah, I mean, Russ says, who are the players they should target? I, I mean, we don't know what, what this next portal is going to open. Right now, right. you're limited to what you can target, right? You're only limited right. to the two teams that have a thing, but I think they may target some guys in this late mm-hmm. window portal. Um, yeah, we got we got about two months before the late window portal opens, but like you said, there's two uh, a couple of teams that have that open window because because of the coaching change. Uh, it seemed like Chip Kelly just stopped trying, bro. His recruiting class is puns this it year. In comparison to the, yeah, in, in comparison to the other years. That's why, like, he literally took a millions of dollar pay cut to go be at Ohio State, knowing that he could revamp that and recoup that next year right. in the NFL. Um. This is a spicy hot take, and it would probably take them or Foster going in there and trying to clean up this NIL money and everything. But if Connor Wegman hits that late window portal, they better go chase. Because what does Connor Wegman have to throw to right now? Like, not much, right? <laughs> There's not many guys. You have Cyrus Allen come out of uh, La Tech who transferred over. But, mm-hmm. and from what I heard, Russ. Nobody's leaving. Everybody's no. cool with the Foster thing. Yeah, they I, like that. Happy with it. Like everybody mm-hmm. is happy with it. So I don't think you're going to see Poach unless there's some backdoor bag thrown around. You know, right. I mean? someone comes up to you with a, you know, a <laughs> Louis Vuitton bag full of uh, hundreds. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. Maybe I'll go <laughs> and take a ride somewhere. But I don't think you're going to see anybody really leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said, six games, I think they're going to run the shit out of the ball this year. Yeah. TJ Harden's value is through the roof. Uh, he's obviously going to, you know, be a guy what are they going to do with being in a new conference this year well that'll be it but i think get a guy that's cemented in the ground a guy that's got you know like i said can build a culture a guy that's played in the nfl and for your for your uh school so i I think they'll be all right i would have to agree i i think they made what could have been a a terrible situation a uh, kind of a great situation based on the finances that they had based on having somebody that's been around the program for years and that guy bleeds ucla he's he's a born man for sure all right you know i want to i'm going to switch gears a little bit (laughs) yeah we have a candid discussion about kaylin DeBoer. since he was announced as head coach of alabama i don't think things could have gone worse looking at this glass half full and of course, we got to look at a half empty as well. How can DeBoer have success in year one? It's never about the guy that replaces the GOAT. It's always about the guy that replaces the guy trying to, to replace, replace the, the GOAT. And like I mentioned earlier, we're going to see who the offensive mastermind is now that he's sitting on an island like Richard Branson by himself. But the deck is stacked against them because is Milrow his quarterback style? No, I don't think that fits mm-hmm. his system at all. But are you going to go with the you know the, the redshirt freshman Austin Mack? I don't know. You lost four receivers. You got one back. And Bernard. You lost four of its linemen. You got one back. He knew what was going on. I think he knew that Grubb had already had NFL interest in Washington. Had no backup plan, right? Washington offered a doubler salary. Double. Man, you were living on 4.2 million. They were going to give you 8.4. Wasn't good enough for you. You were hungry and wanted four more on top. So they gave you 12 at Alabama. But here's my question to you, KT, and I'm going to ask you this. Does the ball last past Nick Saban's last recruiting class? Because I don't think so. Yikes. Yikes. 
TBD. TBD. I, 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 I have to see what happens with this late window. They haven't found an OC yet, right? No. I, it, They're going to promote from within. Uh, Nick Sheridan or whatever his name oh, is. Really? That's, that's the buzz of what I'm hearing, like kind of like 90%. Hey, but I'm, I'm hearing he's a good mind at Indiana. Uh-huh. Again, he's coming from Indiana. Right. Right. I was right. there at Alabama last year. Um, I just don't know. Listen, when you have a GOAT, and even before him, right, mm-hmm. was Bear Bryant was there for a very, very long time, right? I mean, and at the end of it, it got a little, little, little ugly. But right. when 37 of 40 years is successful, and then when they were supposed to be out of this this year, and they were successful, and they were in that big game, right? Yeah. You only win six or seven games in the first year out? I'm sorry, bro. And this is ain't gonna have that. They're gonna stop. They're gonna be picketing early. This isn't the Pacific Northwest either, bro. That's what I'm saying. Part of the deep south where you know, only know this is life. People, grandmother can talk football better than than a lot of people. Like you know, I've seen clips of uh, somebody say, "Hey, you heard Saban retired?" And this this black grandma lost her. Oh yeah, she was so upset that he, you know, like football is law down there. <laughs> Yo, I seven was, games this year if you want to. I was in I was in Mobile at mm. Beats, right? Mm. With my boy Boomer, and we went to go meet Froton and John Vogel and a couple of these other guys, Derek Brown. We were out there and uh we went from Beats to another bar around the corner. And as soon as we got to that bar, there was these two ladies, they were all you know, older women, they were sitting at the bar. You mm. could tell they had enjoyed themselves a couple uh, adult beverages. Mm. Um, they were like, Oh, you you y'all here for the football? And we were like, Yeah. Nick Saban's God, F, your boy Lane Kiffin. He is terrible, but it was roll tide right after that, and everything she said was was Alabama, Alabama, and this lady had to be close to 50 years old, right? You know she's wow. watching football every Saturday. Like, wow. She said Lane yeah. Kiffin makes men look bad. Like, it, it was just, <laughs> this is where we were at, but this is where it's at at football in the South. Right. So, like, right. you don't win six or seven games. You are not at bowl eligible. Year mm-hmm. one, bruh, it is going to be bad. To get, they're going to be trying bad. to do what my man's yeah. camera's doing. They're going to be trying to focus them <laughs> up. Right? Okay. To do real, real quick. There we go. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. So does he last longer than his last recruiting class? I think short answer is yes, unless things get really, really bad now. He can't just be winning seven games, seven games, seven games. You gonna have to have a nine to get. This is Alabama we're talking about. Unlimited resources in Tuscaloosa, like that. That's a that's a hell of a question. Real quick, right? Mm -hmm. West Kentucky, USF. Those probably wins next year. Mm -hmm. Rip, okay. Well, and USF, I mean, they struggled with him last year. And, Bryce and, Brown and we, is not a, is no pushover, bro. That Brian we, Brown, Bryce Brown is a dude, bro. And we we love what Alex Golish is doing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, so it, be be prepared. And then now you have in Madison, Wisconsin against yep, Wisconsin. And then they have the bye week four, and then they and got that Georgia that dog. Right. <laughs> then they get a like, bye week at Vanderbilt, and then they uh-huh. got South Carolina at mm. Tennessee. Against mm. Missouri mm. at LSU, mm. Mercer at Oklahoma, Auburn, and then whatever happens, bro. That is not a cakewalk. That is, it's going to be a struggle to get to six. What it if Jalen Miro hits the portal in the late window and says, "Yo, I'm out, ski, gone." 
take it easy. What happens? What happens out that pack it up, bro? He might as well not even unpack his suitcase because it's over for him. Wow. There's nothing that he can do. He probably wouldn't even make it past year one. Wow. You're gonna roll that, out, that, you're gonna roll out Mac. We're gonna roll out Mac. You're gonna roll this dude out, right? Because Milro doesn't fit the spread out Washington offense mm -mm. up tempo, throw the deep no. ball. He does not fit it. No. That they make things could get, with that with that with that schedule. It, it certainly certainly could get ugly down. We know Saban moved to Florida. Loves golf. How often will he be in Tuscaloosa? I mean, I'm sure with his college game day duties, he's not going to be in there often. You know, maybe a pop up for you know spring camp. See how things are going. You know, for like like how invested is he is he going to continue to be? You know, even though oh, he's got his office already, they built it, but a lot of his uh -huh. things would be via email from a uh -huh. yacht, from okay. a golf course, <laughs> from a studio, and the emails will only be thirty five days left, bro. Yeah, twenty days left, buddy. And that's all it's going to be. Yeah. Because if he wanted to do what they want him to do, he'd still be the head coach. Yeah. Things <laughs> things could get ugly, man. Like, I wasn't hitting the panic button. You know, at first, I'm like, okay, guys are leaving. They they don't they don't lost some guys. I'm like, but, you know, with Kalen DeBoer, Ryan Grubb, I believe in their ability to develop quarterbacks. I, they will find a system that works good with with Milro. Yeah. But now that Grub is gone, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to hit that panic button. That's I, I'm thing. definitely hitting the panic button. His Linus is gone. His blankie in Ryan Grubb is gone. He ain't got mm -hmm. nothing to get cuddled up too nice when right. he's worried about what play <laughs> right. to call. That's gone. And 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 if 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 Milro's not happy, he's already listen. He's already done it once with a, with a guy telling him that he should go somewhere else. Yeah. Either they, he's going to stay there and it ain't going to work and it's going to affect Monroe's stock and he's just going to run all day. See you I'm running. I'm going to become yeah. a running back now. Right. Oh, he ain't even going to deal with it. He's going to be out and and, and Kalen the ball is going to be left there holding a blank clipboard. Dude, yeah. what do I do now? And Maybe now, I should now, just stay in Washington. That was 2005 in Tuscaloosa all over again and these fans are not going to be happy. Nope. Hey, hey, it's going to be Mac or should I stay and had Rodgers? Because you had Will Rogers in your system, the guy you yeah. went and got in the portal. Yeah, I you think if he knew what he knew now, he would make the move still? If, if he could know, I feel like he pulled the San Francisco 49ers and didn't know what was going on in overtime. Oh, <laughs> you, you know, like what did you not know what happens with these 30 day right. portal windows? Did you not understand what was going on? You knew Grub had interest, they had interest in taking them away from you and from Alabama last year, right. Saban right. tried getting him last year, you know what I mean? So you knew there was interest. There was a chance you weren't taking your whole squad. And with it being late, there wasn't guys to you go get that fit your squad. You could only get what was available. And if you mm -hmm. didn't know that, then, man, you walked in with you know, one hand tied behind your back and one foot up your ass, and that's your own fault. Yeah. Uh, uh, 100%, man. They don't, man. What's the, what's the last word, man? Last word is we ain't stopping. CFB Nation just continues to pump out content. Um, I'm going to tell you something right now. We're going to be dropping four, not one, not two, not three, but four more team-based shows um, within the next 30 to 45 days. Um, my man has been dropping some clues. SC Romero, hop on it at the PPR show on the Twitter. Check out. You might be able to figure out. But we got another one. I'm not dropping it yet. Um, but she is coming out swinging.
So get, so get ready. <laughs> they, they, they ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Russ, man. Russ was here active. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's overreaction off season. Hey, we y'all gonna get us at least once a week, if not twice a week, coming up soon. Like they don't say, we got a lot of content coming out. It's always like to say there are no more victories in a sport that survive in advance. That's why college football is the greatest regular season. Till next time, y'all already know what it is.